it kind of sucks. So like I mentioned the the cameos before ruined the the journey of this movie for me is because they're too they're too well known oh. by their count their Marvel counterparts. Welcome to the Discussion Podcast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm Derek. And uh, today we will be talking about Ghosted. It's a movie that just came out on Apple TV with Chris Evans and the great Ana de Amis. <laughs> I was super hesitant to watch this movie, but I watched it anyways. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I want to say I was excited. You were excited? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I was, oh, okay. I was excited. You were the opposite. I didn't. I wanted to watch it. <laughs> That's it. I wasn't excited or anything, but I just wanted to see it. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts of the movie? Uh, it definitely was uh, a movie. Um, yeah, it was a movie. Was it? Apple TV shows yes. has been banger after banger after banger. Like, uh, what is it? severance shrunk is it shrunk or shrink i think it's shrinked okay <laughs> dead lasso dead like, lasso they're all really good shows and um i haven't seen any of their movies i know there, there's been a few before but it's the first one i give it a solid probably like six out of ten six man i'd grade even lower <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like a four four out of ten um to me it was an okay movie some parts i it was entertaining but i think there was some confusion um i think they had trouble deciding if they wanted to make a dramatic movie or a rom-com that's more like comedic and fun you know like if we were to compare it to like night and day with tom cruise and cameron diaz or mr and mrs smith i think i would enjoy those movies more Mm, you you think you would or you do <laughs> i do <laughs> i was like i know you've seen those <laughs> yeah i like mr and mrs smith more yeah that's a good one there's another one right because this is uh, a civilian falling in love with a spy and there's oh there's that one with the chris pine and um tom hardy this is war this means war yeah this means war yeah that was a good one too actually <laughs> but <laughs> uh performance wise though and adarmus chris evans I thought their performance was really good. I, yeah. I agree. I think it may be writing or the tone of the movie. Um, I didn't see a lot of like dramatic There's parts, but one dramatic part where Chris Evans is like, you would do anything to protect the ones that you love. You would understand that um, if you had someone to love or something like that. I forgot what he said, but it hit mm -hmm. hard. And then Ana de Armas kind of like, she didn't say anything in that moment, but mm -hmm. there's a, a later moment where she does have like a dramatic moment to to be sensitive or vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it almost felt forced. Yeah, they're sitting down in the uh, lie detecting lie detecting lie yeah. detector room and whatever, and then Chris Evans like, "That's why you always keep losing people like your mom." Yeah, and she's like, "Don't you dare! You say, don't you dare say that." Yeah, and it was just felt it felt weird. That's why I was like, they don't know if they want it to be a dramatic movie or comedic. Okay. Not that you can't be dramatic in a comedic movie, but it's like once you understand the tone, like you stay within that tone and you can still flex within that range. It's weird. It's working with constraints. Yeah. 
I mean, I thought all those moments are fine. It just may have been... I don't know what it is, but it probably felt like something was holding it back. Not that there wasn't enough of those moments for me, mm. but um, something was holding it back for sure. Uh, I love all the cameos. <laughs> There's so many cameos of like good actors or actors that we recognize. It is really good. It's, <laughs> I think the cameos were good, but good separately. Yes, I agree. Like, I think the cameos ruined the movie because you recognize them and they're fun, but it takes you out of the journey because you, those names are too big. They're too big for the movie. Mm. In fact, I think Chris Evans is almost too big for the movie. Like his name is too big for the movie. But what about Anna? I don't think she's too big at all. Like I, like she's still up and coming. So it's, it feels like she needed a different supporting actor, not Chris Evans. Mm. Someone else, maybe like Paul Mescal or something. Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Solid no on that. I, I love that every cameo afterwards, though. Like, for me, I was like, oh, I can't believe this person's in it. Like, mm -hmm. right off the bat, we get... Tim Blake Nelson. If you don't know who he is, he was in Holes. He was the the doctor guy. He was also in uh, the uh, the Watchmen t oh. TV series as oh, what's his face? Uh, the guy that the mask always changed in. Oh, shoot! He's like one. Of, he's like my favorite character too. I can't even remember, but he's really good. <laughs> I'm thinking of the name. Uh, Roshak. Yeah, Roshak. Um. Yeah, so Tim Blake Nelson. That was the doctor guy? Yeah, dude, in the beginning. Woo, he's good. And then... Who else? You, you want to talk about the other one? The ones? main cameos? <laughs> Freaking Sam Wilson? Freaking... John Cho? <laughs> <laughs> That's Spike, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Bucky Barnes. The Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Um, Of course... Sam Wilson is Anthony Mackie, but yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds also makes an appearance <laughs> in the end. Like, what dude? Why is he like he's just making odd appearances every so often on like bullet train? Bullet train, yeah. That's what it reminded <laughs> me. It's like, oh, all these cameos, so they just pulled a bullet train. Yeah. It's like But Bullet Train was a fun comedic that one. So I felt like this would have been fun too if they kept it like in that tone. And maybe that was kind of like the wrong direction or miscommunicated direction because then Ana de Armas was like serious yeah. you know yeah and she had a lot of serious moments and like the delivery of her like comedic moments were good enough in my opinion uh she's again still really up there for me on my list that <laughs> 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 we talked about this a long time ago because she's goddamn beautiful yeah so I put down like we don't know <sighs> I couldn't really take the action sequences seriously because it's like they, it was like there, but it wasn't entertaining enough for me to be like, oh, this is like a serious action movie. Yeah. But it wasn't comedic enough to be like, this is a fun action movie. <laughs> you, we touched on this before, like uh, I keep saying <laughs> in this whole episode, but you want to know my theory as to why the action scenes didn't land the way they did? Okay. No blood. 
No blood. Okay, rewatch. Well, That's true. Will, but I don't if you need to rewatch the action scenes mm-hmm. on YouTube or whatever you want to do. A lot of the scenes, there's no blood, not even explosions on bodies. So the end fight is a really good example of this because they have like this all-out shootout. Right? Oh yeah. They have so many scenes where they pretty much uh, focused on like a, a bad dude that you know Anadarmus. You know, I was actually kind of surprised to see Adrian Brody. We got to touch on him. He's, he's, he's such a good bad guy. Though. He's a good actor. And even yeah. I thought his acting in here was like, it was too much <laughs> because they couldn't decide on like the tone of the film. Yeah. It's like, all right, is this a serious movie? Because if it's a serious movie, he can continue doing his like Italian mobster type of yeah. uh, voice. He's so good at that. Which is kind of like similar to Peaky Blinders, but yes. Peaky Blinders, they know their assignment, their tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this one, it's like, it's almost like he needed to lighten up, <laughs> like just have more fun with it. It's, it's more, maybe the direction for this movie should have been like, all right, so Chris Evans isn't going to take this seriously. And the whole Marvel cast is not going to take this seriously. Even Ryan Reynolds is not going to take this seriously. Um, and that doesn't mean don't take this project seriously. It just means have fun. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like, all right, Ana de Armas, you're a secret agent in CIA. CIA have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, I don't know. Again, it's probably the details. It's a lot of the details that were missing. So it didn't capture it. And most people subconsciously, again, pay, to, pay attention to those things. So like... I mentioned the action scenes, you know, like takes you out. And there's a lot of really good stunts. There really is like, uh, the well, beginning. even that like ending one was a crazy stunt. It's like really it, it, I did like that rotating yeah. thing. I was like, I'd be sick. It reminded <laughs> me of that, uh, the ride. Yeah. That ride <laughs> the spaceship ride and like, the carnivals and stuff at a uh, lakeside for us. <laughs> <laughs> lakeside. What a fun place. <laughs> Memories. Uh, However, you know, like it would be interesting to see her in other action movies. Like we've seen her in James Bond. Uh, well, I haven't seen it. I, I noted on here. I'm curious to see what it's like. Like we should definitely check it out. She's way better in that. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I was oh, okay. Yeah, she's way better in the James Bond movie. Because uh, again, list. yeah, this is like more like, mm, like is she going to be funny, comedic? Is she going to be serious the whole time? Yeah, and, they like, couldn't. She was bouncing around. It was yeah, yeah. That's why it's a four out of ten. Yeah, ballerina. So she's in the prequel, prequelish or a spinoff of John Wick. I think it's a spinoff. John Wick may. I think he will make an appearance, but I think because they already settled on the tone, that I already know it's going to be better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, That's true. like you saw James Bond. I haven't seen James Bond, but in my mind, I'm like, all right, I already know that she's going to be better. Yeah, I agree. And like, he, she's a good actor. Yeah. She's see, so it's like in this one. It's whoever the director is. <laughs> There's just a miscommunication. All that's all. It's like, all right, the tone is silly or lighthearted. Right, right. Even the ending when they um, had that dinner table and they're having fun. Even that didn't really hit yeah. for me. That was almost cringy for me. Yeah, it was like, wow, this. I needed like a hitch moment. <laughs> yeah like yeah. will smith and uh even mendez just like having fun and then they're just like dancing it out there's like that sound soundtrack playing 
Even Crazy yeah. Stupid Love was kind of like a fun ending too. Yeah, that's a good movie. Though. That was that was, a, that was so. That was also like a surprising ending. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it was just... a good shock factor. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, yeah. Probably the ending if they had just more like it, it breaks character. If they do the whole scene where they are like, uh, what am I thinking of? Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. Oh, Evan Almighty. Yeah, Evan Almighty. When they had the end scene where they're just showing the background uh everything the whole production and oh yeah the pre- everyone's just dancing yeah. they blasting out the music i was confused in the ending actually for ghosted i yeah. i was you know watching it with my wife and she like we see the ending you know after the family moment they go and they're, they're at work or whatever and they go into oh i know building. what you're talking about yeah and then they're just like shot this whole building and stuff and I'm, like we were just sitting there like waiting to see what would happen fade to black and i was like why did you make me wait this time? You know, like, <laughs> it's just like you could have cut it off when they when he closed the trunk and they go into the building. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to see anything else after that. Yeah, and you could have saved yourself for an extra ten seconds. What's that one uh, CIA movie that had like a bunch of big neighbors in it? it had Steve Carell as the main agent. Had uh, Anne Hathaway, The it's, Rock. Uh, I watched this the other day. Oh, what was it? I watched it like a week ago. It's 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 a remake of a very old spy comedy. Oh, it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Either way, like the tone should have been like the same as that, right? Like it's lighthearted, fun action, and then like these dramatic moments won't get overly dramatic, but they'll still hit because the message is heartfelt. Like Chris Evans' delivery of like um because Ana de Armas is like you don't have to do this or you shouldn't do this because it's too dangerous and then he's like um I have to do this because it's to protect the people that I care about if you had someone to care about maybe you would understand Mm -hmm. and that line like hits that hits yeah and it's also the uh, the movie with Steve Carell is Get Smart Get Smart (laughs) (laughs) which we're not right now yeah (laughs) oh actually no we need to get smart (laughs) yeah we need to get smart (laughs) but yeah, I, I would agree. You know, they should probably just made a lot more comedic and everything. Like, oh, more also fun. the bus scene. That yeah, that was a weird scene for me. Uh, it's it was fine, but a lot of the effects for like the production value that they probably had felt lacking. I felt the whole action choreo thing was lacking <laughs> throughout the whole <laughs> the movie. Uh, the only thing that was. Uh, well executed in like the action department would be the cameos it's like they (laughs) they well planned or yeah they well planned that one (laughs) the way they all just like off each other for comedic bits yeah and it's like all right cool so this was funny but they didn't keep that same like funny comedicness throughout the whole thing yeah it's tough it's tough i i would say you know i did enjoy it it's not one of the worst movies we've ever seen it is not the worst it's i think it was decent, but I wouldn't come back to it. You put it in here that you wouldn't rewatch it. I would agree with that. Yeah. And my rating's four out of 10, but it is, that's like a background movie. So like, if you got chores to do or something and you need some sound in the background. Yeah. And you have Apple TV. <laughs> and you have Apple TV. You can do this movie. Yeah. So watch it. Don't watch it. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it won't background your life. movie. Hey, if you got chores to do, which is every day. <laughs> yeah. Every other day weekly do you think Ana de Armas is going to be the next uh, female action hero product like Angelina Jolie probably it's it feels like that because it's back to back to back things you know her her role in James Bond 
then of course she did blonde uh, but it kind of doesn't count wait she did didn't... blonde yeah no blonde remember the uh marilyn monroe oh <laughs> yeah i was like, <laughs> like i'm pretty sure you know this but <laughs> i thought you meant like atomic blonde no, no, the no. Mo- <laughs> it's like that's charlie's <laughs> also on my list <laughs> but uh yeah I, it feels that way because in james bond ballerina this one it's probably going to be like that i feel like it's been a while since we've had a really good uh femme fatale femme fatale yeah you know so and she's she's probably good to inherit that throne is she who would be better um do you remember sophia butella no. she was up and coming for a little bit she was in the mummy and then she played the oh yeah i thought she was really cool good but i don't think she ever had like well they made the movie the mummy with tom cruise and like her career kind of like took a step down wasn't she uh a model turned actress and everything no i think she was like a straight up badass actor yeah because she was in the kingsman she was really good but i don't she wasn't the lead in kingsman either yeah um but i would still agree that anna de armas is probably the next one she has obviously the face the name for it uh, she's actually really good again she does some of her own stunts and um she does them really well so i can see it i don't have a lot of actors in mind for <laughs> for the next femme fatale oh what are you, what about zendaya <laughs> no i think she's more primed for dramatic roles you know primed primed for it because euphoria i know you have opinions on that we'll say that for a different episode but show sucks yeah. <laughs> euphoria showed at least her range and she's probably better in that okay first off zendaya just turn down all these blockbusters for a little bit okay do and then indies. do some indies and then you can be an action star because i don't know I, I, it kind of sucks so like i mentioned the the cameos before ruined the the journey of this movie for me is because they're too they're too well known by their count their marvel counterparts Uh it's like the moment i saw anthony mackie on screen i was like what the heck captain america is in here yeah i see what you're saying it really (laughs) takes you out for me yeah and then john cho showed up which is fine but then because i was already uh consumed by the marvel cameo right there i was like what the heck why spike in here yeah <laughs> and then with the spike look too yeah and then um bucky barnes in the back and i was like what what is this are we watching is this is ghosted just like a mission <laughs> during the uh, mcu <laughs> yeah the funnier thing is that they all had code names so like uh uh anthony mackie's was the grandfather of sam or something like that grandson of sam and that was actually pretty interesting because it had sam sam wilson name in it and then he's like you know like son of sam but grandson of sam (laughs) i didn't get that one i got zero killer what was um john chose the leopard oh the leopard yeah and then bucky barnes is god yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then i do like when chris evans like wow all you uh uh, was it assassins or whatever just come up with the best names huh oh bounty hunters Oh yeah, man. Just come up with the best nicknames. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, you know, good. It had the moment. It, it had its moments. Yeah. So, um, back to that idea of being too well known by like the Marvel counterparts is like, 
kind of sucks because then Zendaya is kind of like trapped in like these blockbuster films. Like she's got, well, she was in Spider Man. I don't know if they're going to continue having her in there. Probably. In Spider Man 4? Yeah, I would say so. She. Really? She, she got her memory wiped. Yeah, but I have a feeling she might gain it back. What? They're too. Precious. They're, they're too in mainstream media's mind to not include Zendaya. If anything, it would be her and another love interest. So, like, you bring another love interest. Let's say it's, uh, oh, man. What was Emma's role again? Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. So, bring in Gwen Stacy. Black Cat. Or Black Cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. See? And then, you know, Zendaya is more like a, not an afterthought, but she pops up every so often and, you know, nah. brings a little bit of turmoil into the love life. We're trying to turn her into a femme fatale here. So, Zendaya turned out. <laughs> <laughs> She's more for like dramatic roles, man. I don't see her. I haven't seen but her. But here's the thing, movie. though: if she stays in the MCU, she never gets to be in the lead role because she's uh, she's true. a side character. That's true. She needs to have her own role, like her own lead role, to like flex. Then what movie should Zendaya? She needs to do a scary in? film or something, because that way. But that's not action. <laughs> it's a horror you, movie. You still get to flex like dramatic stuff. Uh, that's that's kind of like what Jenna Ortega. That's what doing. I was saying. Though. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. keep her in like horror realm, or whatever. Just not action. She can do everything else but action, drama, comedies. Obviously, she got that. You don't think Zendaya can do action? No, I've seen her. I've seen her throw a punch, and it's slightly underwhelming. She can learn and grow. There's <laughs> <laughs> an opportunity. You're right. All right. Well, we're alluding to another episode. <laughs> we cannot. Yeah, you're right. Like he, he, <laughs> she can. She's kind of like trapped in like Marvel <laughs> and see. Dune. Dune. See, even even in Dune, she doesn't do a lot of action scenes. Yeah. Yet. Well, Wait. okay. In the first Dune, it was a Zendaya B roll. Yes. <laughs> she was. It was like we're geez. gonna spend <laughs> like twenty million dollars of just Zendaya looking into the sand. <laughs> Got to make your money one way or another. Jeez. It's like. <laughs> Could you imagine the shot list for that day? He's like, hey, what are we shooting today? Zendaya is just going to look right off into the sand. Wait, I mean, they had that, what is it, the the future scene where, like, she was holding on to him and... Oh, yeah, and then she, like, stabs him? Yeah. That's okay. But, the, <laughs> okay, that's, like, 20 seconds of, like, the 14 minutes and something else. <laughs> She's just, like, yeah. looking into the sand. Yeah. Dune's a good movie, though. She might get some action scenes in the second one. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. That'll convince me if D whenever Dune 2 comes out. She's got to stab some people. Yeah. I got to see it. Could could be cool. But yeah. still love you, Zendaya. You know, not sure if you'll ever see this, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ghosted. Anything else? No. I'm <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> not satisfied. Okay, but I guess that's it for this episode. Though. Yeah, that's it for this episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us as we discuss and discuss Ghosted. Uh, I've been Derek. I've been Kevin. Uh, like, subscribe, share, follow, all the stuff. All the things. All the things. That's what we say. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>